This is the Physical Activity Researcher Podcast, a podcast for researchers of sedentary behavior, physical activity, and sports. Join for a relaxed dialogue about research design, practicalities, and, well, anything related to research. Learn from your fellow researchers useful and relevant information that does not fit into formal content and limited space of scientific publications. And here is your host. Welcome, my name is Lise Kukkonen, and this is Practitioner's Viewpoint. In this series of podcasts, I will be interviewing practitioners from different fields on how they see sedentary behavior and promotion of physical activity. Today, I have the honor to introduce my guest, Petter Kukkonen. Petter is a professional Nordic combined coach, and he coaches Team Finland for the upcoming Winter Olympics in Beijing. He is helping athletes to grow and reach their full potential. He's also written a novel about ancient Olympics. This is the second part of our episode with Petter Kukkonen, and in the second part we're going to discuss the activity measurement that he has done with the Fibians device. So welcome back, Petter. Thank you. So my question now, as we ended up our first part of the recording, you said that you did the activity measurement with Fibian to know whether your life is as active as you might maybe think it is. And uh, my first question to you is that, uh, were there any surprises when you went through your results with Fibion? Just for the listeners, a little uh, background information that Petter was at the training camp and uh, it was a two-week camp. The first week, there was a lot of ski jumping coaching, which is rather passive, at least at the first glance. And the second week was a high-altitude cross-country training camp in uh, Ramsau, um, Austria, which has a lot of cross-country training in the camp. So, uh, as you went through the results with Fibion, were there any surprises? Not actually big ones. I expected my lifestyle is is pretty active or not like any super active but like um, let's say active enough and I think that was something that we found in the results too but uh, what was like a bit uh, or what I was not expecting was like the first week uh, which was like like you say it was more like jumping that was actually more or less the same in act- activity wise than second week which I expected to be be more active because we were doing much uh, much more cross-country skiing and also trainings in high altitude in 2,700 meters, which is really exhausting. Uh, but yeah, uh, that, that was maybe the biggest thing. But otherwise, I uh, maybe I was a bit afraid that <laughs> I, I would get worse results. But then, <laughs> then luckily, it, uh, it was more or less okay. Not to be like really athlete, but just to manage uh, the normal life. Yes, so uh, I can maybe go through your results with Fibian um, a little bit more precisely for the listeners. So um, as uh, many of us quite often believe, uh, then we think sometimes, or quite often we think that that exercise is, um, is the only thing that's counting for activity. And as we saw from your results, uh, you had during both the weeks you had around seven hours of sitting time and then you had 
if I remember correctly, four or five hours of standing. And then, then there were some uh, vigorous exercise. And the health points or the balance between passive time and active time was the same, basically, uh, during both of these weeks, even though you felt that the ski jumping part of your training camp is um, much more passive than the high altitude camp, but they are just really different. But, but the health outcomes seem to be quite alike. So, uh, so this is, this was, um, this is quite often very um, surprising to people. You know, we don't want to think that the light walking that we do, maybe to the shop or to the working place, we don't consider this as important for our health. But in in reality, it is very important. And I guess in your work, you have a lot of like, you know, being on your foot kind of walking, going up and down the stairs. There's, I would believe there's not so many times when you are sitting like hours, even though you are traveling a lot. Maybe this is the most passive part of your work. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And I'm also, or I believe that I'm, my personality is uh, uh, active. I want to do things rather than like staying still. Even though, like many things that I, I'm writing or reading, that they're not kind of really active ones, but still, at, at, at least it's it's active ways of working for my brain. But still, uh, yeah, my background is to be like really active guy in, in also in sport field when I was a little kid. So I think that something is still left. <laughs> yeah, some, so the society has not ruined you. <laughs> so, um, do you use any te- technology or measuring technology with your athletes in your team? Uh, yes, there are nowadays lots of different kind of tools and, and technologies to use, and and we have picked up a few of them. Like uh, one is for night recovery, and then we do like certain patterns in, in different, uh, uh, let's say like field testing, uh, how we test our explosiveness, our explosiveness and, and endurance, and then like some kind of like. During cross country training, we we measured lactate level and and that kind of thing. So like uh, not too many, but the ones we have we have picked up those uh, which give us the be- the best and kind of like very very simple way to measure athletes and to support our own feeling feeling or athletes' own feeling how, how they feel their body in the state of recovery. And with these these measures, we kind of like combine the total picture if, if we are going to ride right direction or, or not but yes there, there are some of the tools that we are using so in this podcast we often talk about uh, the promotion of physical activity and you know how to get people to spend a more active lifestyle do you ever have a problem in your team that you have to motivate somebody to be more active or is it the opposite the normal picture is that it's it's opposite way at least in in our team, uh, the guys are really active and they they want to succeed even even be too much like some of them. So it's really much talking about or not, not really much, but but every now and then we need to go back to the basics that we, you guys really need to uh, rest and recover. Mm, but there, 
there were times when I had athletes, kind of like passive guys, still they were, were training, but but not in the way that the, these guys. And it, it's some of like many many things, but for those guys, yeah. But it, uh, but it's kind of like way they thought that they are training as pro athletes, but they were not. And then uh, it's not just like saying, "Hey, you should train more," but really go deep in the basics of, of training and, and show. Uh, we need to show them with different kind of tools or programs or training diaries or tests that the, that this is not enough and that you really need uh, like more training or more quality in, in your training and to, to compare training programs of the best athletes from other nations. And it's uh, it's not just as simple as just saying that, okay, guys, let's let's move more or let's train more, but there has to be the reasons. So, uh, so as a professional coach, how do you see the the problem of inactivity in the in most western societies now um, how would you tackle the problem or solve the problem if you could yeah that that's a huge question and i think it's very clear according to uh, like many many studies that the, uh, the lifestyle that we have is is very passive and what is like uh, even more um more traumatic is how are like, the kids how, how less they are they're moving how, how how inactive they are and i believe that there's also connection uh so somehow i our uh thinking and, and like um uh, maybe like I, I mean like really small kids like relationship between how, how we move how active we are i believe there's connection to our how, how we pr- uh, develop our speech and and thinking and we, we, we I, I believe that there's like connection that this uh, moves are connected with, with our brain and it's not just like working that we think to move but we also move to think and that's that's like one part not even that big part of the of, of uh, this cake but also this inactivity leads to many many illnesses which are proved and yeah how to change it that was was your question and uh, that's like uh, I think we need strong leaders in in politics because the facts are very clear and they are there. Just like uh, nobody can close eyes um, of that, that of those studies have been made. So we will need decisions how to uh, educate people, how to move with their uh, habits and way of life starting from the little kids, how the kindergartens uh, work, how the schools work together with uh, sport clubs, local sport clubs and and uh, cities to create um, uh, create kind of like di- different methods or different ways of, of a- activate kids in in funny way that they are enjoying it. And it's not kind of like training or anything, but it's like fun to be with the friends uh, to be involved in different kind of activity activities, which can be something to do with sports or also. Are you a medical doctor, physical therapist, personal trainer, or someone else helping individuals in making a change towards a healthier, better life? Imagine a behavior change tool designed for professionals like you to help your clients achieve better results and at the same time provide you with more income. 
Fibian is that tool. It offers an evidence-based way for health and wellness professionals to extend their services into coaching. The only thing your client needs to do is put a tiny Fibian device into their pocket for a week. The device collects objective physical activity data from your client. Fibian helps you to educate and coach your clients through this change towards a more active and healthy life. Strengthen your expert status. Distinguish yourself from the competition. Order Fibian now at Fibian.com. So, um, there is sometimes there is this opposition of public health or like um, sports or exercise for public purpose and then there's this top sports and uh, at least here here in Finland it's quite often confronted so what do you think is the role of top sports um, in in the in act how, how do you what is the role of top sports um, in influencing for example children to be more active athletes they have always been role models for not just uh, kids but also for the whole, whole society it's like huge impact how they are acting or behaving or what kind of um, message they're bringing to society through the media and nowadays the change has been also dramatic that, that, that uh, also top athletes they're coming closer to your like uh, home and your your uh, spectators they are very openly speaking about their challenges let's say like mental problems or if they're like some kind of sexual harassment things in their childhood or or uh, eating problems or just like how, how they train what they do in their normal life and so um, I, I think that it's that they're like role models to show the direction they are, and they can also talk about th- these kind of things concerning the activity i i just haven't seen that that much yet but i, I think it's it's also coming yes i also think that uh, athletes could take even a more active role in uh, talking about the benefits of of physical activity or sports and uh, we often talk about the benefits only as of having better health but it's also mental health and social relations and self-esteem there's so many things that taking part of a sports club um, actions can actually it has a really positive effect on so many different parts of your life so i hope that athletes will become even more um, even more as an active part of this promotion so uh so uh when we Go back to your Fibian measurement. So, to whom would you suggest this um, this measurement? Who do you think would benefit of it? Yeah, I would say it suits for everybody. Uh, like it's very easy. Yeah, like it, it, it easy to make, and it doesn't like it. It has no influence to your normal day day life, and it gives you very interesting information. Like we were. Uh, talking like before that uh, we are we may have some like wrong assumptions of our life what comes to our eating or our training or activity or inactivity or sleeping or recovery or whatever and nowadays we have tools and technology for all of that so it gives you like um, 
very important uh, information and then you can and together with, with professionals you, you can um, picture better your life and to find the ways to to have like better lifestyle style and help, more healthy life that's uh, something i think we all people that we, we deep inside that we want to have good life healthy life we want to, we want to live like long life and have these healthy years as many as possible uh yeah and it, it gives you uh like accurate information really to know what's happening in in your body and i think that's that's why it fits for like all of us also in the like little kids uh it would be really interesting to see how much they're really taking steps or what's their activity level in, in, in different kind of kids and uh, youngsters uh, women uh, men elders like yeah it's i think it's good for for everybody yeah i personally think that the, for different groups the device is really great because it doesn't need any logging logging into anywhere so it's so easy that you can use it for children or for example for for elderly people also so this is definitely one of the benefits of the measurement uh, so um we talked about in the first part that your next big project is going to be the olympic game in beijing olympic games in beijing but uh, is there any other uh projects interesting projects coming up in your life that you'd want to tell about to our listeners beijing project it's been on for four years now and and it's very close so that's definitely the biggest one and, and my main goal um yeah uh like you also mentioned in the beginning i'm an author and been writing a books and like one or a sequel is coming for my first book and that's like but that project starts hopefully in the next spring uh, the book is basically ready but to like final finalize it for publishing that's the next big step i think that that's maybe the the biggest thing otherwise um i've been doing now this coaching job for in in finland only in finland 10 years in a row in insane position and before that for five years in estonia so really um like lots of thoughts about the future what to do maybe continuing coaching in different role or like uh, changing totally jacket for an area but i i really can't tell if, if there are any any bigger things or what, what are the bigger, biggest things for sure i want to do something and to find something creative job that i can uh, i can put all, all my energy I, i don't want like anything like kind of like There's nothing wrong with normal job from eight, eight to four, but I'm not just that kind of guy. Or, or maybe I'm I've been too many years outside of so-called normal life. So I I, I rather try to look for some uh, how do you call it like inexceptional <laughs> work. Okay. Uh, so if somebody wants to follow you somewhere on social media then where can you be found i'm mostly in twitter you can uh, find me uh, after my name and basically that's the only uh, only social media that i'm updating regularly mostly what comes to my team not that much about my personal stuff i'm also in facebook but uh, i'm not like it's like following every now and then okay um so 
Petter, I'd really like to thank you uh, for this chat. Luckily, we didn't get to an argument too. So, uh, so I wish you uh, luck for the Olympics. And I also want to thank all our listeners uh, for being with us today. So bye-bye, Petter, and bye-bye to everybody else. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on Physical Activity Researcher Podcast. If you like the show, make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing or following the show on Twitter. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you found value in the show, we would really appreciate a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever app you use. Or if you would, in a real old school way, simply tell a friend about the show. It would be a great help for us. We have a fantastic lineup of guests for forthcoming episodes, so be sure to tune in. Thank you all for your support and have a great day.